Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is, wherever you are tuning in. Thank you so much for joining me today for my next episode of Facebook Live. And so today I will be offering part two, uh, so to speak, of this offering on heartfelt awareness, which is really how I'm kind of attempting to reframe the practices of what's known in the West as mindfulness or sati in Sanskrit and Pali in the East, sati or citta in Tibetan. So the practices of heartfelt awareness. And the reason why I'm doing the Facebook Live sessions is this is a, a, a kind of a ramp up, if you will, uh, to an eight week online program uh, that I'm offering uh, of the same title, Heartfelt Awareness, and how we can bring this uh, really uh, compassionate and kind uh, heart to our experience of the present moment. So that's what we'll be exploring through the eight weeks. So we'll be doing that by taking a very deep look at the Satipatthana Sutta, which comes from the Buddhist tradition. Uh, we'll also be doing quite a bit of meditating with the teachings in the Satipatthana. Uh, we will also be using other practices that come to us from neuroplasticity and Buddhist psychology and Western psychology and so forth. Uh, and we'll be mixing it all together into a contemplative stew. <laughs> so that we can cultivate this uh, really um, perhaps wonderful, compassionate and kind way of being in the world. So a little bit about the program before we get started into today's offering. Uh, this meets uh, twice a week and we launch, oops, I didn't have the date, the opening date on my, my notes there. So we will launch on July 27th. And we close, I'm <laughs> going old school here. We close on uh, September 17th. All of the dates are on my website, by the way, www.suchsweetthunder.org. We meet uh, in Thailand, we'll meet Wednesdays and Saturday mornings, uh, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. That's the first section. And that section is really catered to those people in Asia who are like an early start to the day, get their meditation practice done early in the morning, then move about their day. Or perhaps uh, to people in the East Coast uh, for the night before. So in the East Coast, that equals out to, to 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., Tuesdays and Fridays. 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. on Tuesdays and Fridays. That's the first section. Section two, uh, in Thailand, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. And so this caters to those people in Asia who like a later start to the day, perhaps. Maybe they want to sleep in or perhaps they have a, a, a night job and this might fit in that window. So that's Wednesdays and Saturdays, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. in Thailand. Philippines, it would be 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. And that equals to Europe, uh, 10 a.m. to 12 noon on Wednesdays and Saturdays. 
So Europe, meaning France, uh, Wednesdays and Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 12 noon. And so the second section is really the reason why I'm offering it is to cater to people in Europe who might want to attend one of these online programs. So I designed two sections accordingly. So people can make as many of the live sessions or as few as is comfortable. Uh, you could do the whole session, the whole eight week program in your own pace at your own time, if that feels comfortable for you. Uh, I do find the live programs to be quite helpful because uh, I cap the participants at 15. And so we have kind of a really nice family vibe. There's a yeah, kind of a cohort that forms around the course. Now, if you're going to do the program at your own pace, there is a, a Facebook community page that's offered to the program. Uh, and so you can still have the community uh, support through the Facebook page if that's an alternative for you. Each session is recorded and made available only to the retreat participants. And I emphasize that because uh, these offerings uh, and really everything that I offer is offered within a trauma-sensitive framework. So that's why the recordings are really made, made available only to the people who register for the program. I also want to mention that although I do draw heavily from the Buddhist tradition, because that's where most of my training comes from, everything that I offer is within a secular voice. And I'm really passionate about bringing these teachings to people from all walks of life. Any religion is welcome. No religion also welcome. It doesn't matter. These teachings can be practiced by anyone. And there, this course and all of the courses that I offer are appropriate for all experience levels. If you've never meditated before, if you have a meditation practice, you're an experienced meditator, it's good for everyone. And I, the reason why I say that is because, well, one of the reasons anyway, is because the, the cap is at 15 participants. And so none of these programs are, are ready-made. I make each session the, the night before the meeting or the day before the meeting, and I make the session catered around what people are bringing to the course. Uh, so if I have a group of experienced meditators, I will uh, create a course accordingly. If I have a group with some beginners, some intermediate, some experienced, I, I then cater the course according to that framework. And if I have a group of all beginners, beautiful, then I create the course to meet the needs of that group. Okay, so that's all I'm going to say about that for now. So I'm just going to ring the bell here, and maybe we'll do just a couple of minutes of, of meditating to arrive. And the reason why the opening meditation here will be rather short is I intend to do actually a longer meditation towards the end of today's offering. So this will just be to kind of settle into the present moment. Maybe you've had a busy day and, you know, just want to unwind, relax, rest. So I'll just ring the bell and I'll guide us for just a few moments.
And so the invitation here is just to arrive into this present moment. And perhaps we could start arriving by just noticing how the body feels right now in this present moment. Perhaps noticing the the feet against the ground or the floor or the carpet. The weight of the body against the chair or cushion, mat or floor. We might notice sensations arising from the hands. Perhaps noticing the arms resting against the body. We might also notice sensations of clothing against the shoulders. Noticing any sensation arising from the top of the head. And we might continue arriving here by just noticing the sounds of the present moment. Perhaps asking yourself, what does this present moment sound like? There might be some bird songs in the background or a dog barking nearby. Perhaps noticing the hum of a computer, the neighbor's television or music, a car driving by. Just listening to the soundtrack of the present moment. Recognizing perhaps that sounds are always present moment experiences. And as such, a sound can make a a great guidepost back to the present moment should we find we get distracted. Resting, resting. And then if it feels helpful or supportive here, you could take a deep breath. Just noticing how the breath moves through the body with the in-breath, with the out-breath. The rising and falling of the abdomen, the expanding and contracting of the rib cage with each breath. Perhaps noticing the rising and falling of the shoulders. The back moving out on the in-breath and in on the out-breath. 
There might be sensations as the body straightens up slightly as you breathe in and leans forward slightly as you breathe out. Resting, resting, breathing, listening. And so in the next breath or two, we'll begin to then shift away from the practice and, and back into a conversational space. And I'll cue that by ringing the bell three times. Okay. Thank you all. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hmm. Okay, now I feel settled and ready, and I hope you do too. <laughs> so today's offering will be uh, around bringing this heartfelt awareness to the experience of the physical body, the sensations of the body, and really our awareness of the, the physical experience, this vehicle that we inhabit, that we uh, often think of as our body. And so there are quite a few different ways of bringing this heartfelt awareness to the body. And probably one of the most common practices around mindfulness or heartfulness of the body is what's known as body scanning. And I've been doing this practice since I started meditating. This was really one of the first meditation practices that I was introduced to. And although I've been doing it now over 35 years, uh, it still brings great benefit. Which is really one, why, one of the reasons why anyway, that it's one of my favorite practices. Because I, I'm, you know, very often amazed that I can still uh, bring awareness into the body and discover different sensations that I hadn't felt before, or perhaps uncover uh, different ways of relating to my emotions and feelings. So this is a really profound practice, although it is really quite common and found in many contemplative traditions, Buddhist, Hindu, Christian, Gnostic, uh, just to name a few that I know contain an element of body scanning practice. There's probably many others. So how this practice generally unfolds, uh, quite often these days, body scanning is offered lying down, but you can do this seated, on a cushion, on the floor, or, or in a chair, or you could do it standing up, however you're comfortable. And so then as participants, we're gently invited to bring awareness through the body. We start with the bottoms of the feet, usually, not always, but usually we start with the bottoms of the feet. 
Sometimes we can start at the top of the head or the shoulders. And then we systematically bring awareness through the body. And when I offer a body scanning practice, I like to invite people to uh, allow the body to rest very deeply. I find that resting quality of meditation very, very important, very important. So as we move awareness through the body, we invite the different muscles and uh, tendons in the body to, to relax, grow soft, rest. And in addition to that, we are invited to connect directly to the felt sensate experience that's there. And I mention this because very often when we bring awareness to the body. For example, I might invite you to, to bring this heartfelt awareness to your feet. And then you might start thinking about your feet or visualizing the feet or imagining the feet. And that's okay, but that's kind of one step removed from the actual sensations that are there. And so when we bring awareness to the feet and connecting to what's there, we might notice a warmth, a coolness, a tingling, some tension. We might notice pressure from the gravity pulling the feet against the floor or the roughness of the socks against the skin. So that's the idea is we're invited to then feel directly what's there. If we find that we're visualizing the feet or thinking about the feet, that's okay. We just consider that a distraction. We let that go. We come back to the actual experience that's arising. So there are many, many benefits of body scanning meditation. Uh, it strengthens the immune system. It uh, lowers the the stress that's being held in the body gets the opportunity to release. So we re release the tension of the body. It creates a, a greater sense of well-being. But also with repeated practice of a body scanning meditation, one generally starts to re-inhabit the body. There are areas of the body you might notice in the practice that have very little feeling or no feeling. That's really very normal. In fact, there are very few people who have complete global awareness of the body. That takes quite a bit of practice to cultivate. But that's the idea, that's the benefit, is that with repeated practice, we do start to re-inhabit the body in a much deeper and sometimes really quite profound way. So that's one of the great benefits. Also, another benefit kind of related to that is that now we have neurological studies that reveal to us that repeated body scanning practice uh, thickens what's known as the insula, the back part of the brain. And as the insula gets thickened and the, the, the ferocities around there, the, there's more veins and blood moving into the insula. That's the part of the brain that controls what's known as our, our interoception. 
essentially our gut feelings, our intuition that comes to us through the body. And so repeated body scanning practice strengthens our intuition. It strengthens our ability to trust our gut feelings and for our gut to send our brain more accurate messages. So that is quite extraordinary and uh, really not to be overlooked. So a little bit about the body scanning and then hopefully we'll have time to actually do the practice. If we don't, I will uh, uh, send a link out with the, the, on, the, on the video so that you can explore this on your own. Let's see, let's see how we do. So very often when one is invited to bring awareness into the body, uh, we might notice some discomfort. For example, I used to get a really sore shoulder when I meditated. And outside of meditation too, I just had a lot of tension and stress in my shoulders. And that would become really quite vivid during body scanning because we're invited to, to really focus intently on different areas of the body. So when I would get to the shoulders, it would be really painful. So it's not a grin and bear it practice, at least not the way I offer body scanning. Some teachers would disagree with this, but for, from my perspective, there's not really any benefit in really bearing down and making us stay with the discomfort. In fact, I find that to really be counterproductive to meditation. So for example, maybe you get to the shoulders and there's a lot of tension or stress, it's very sore there. The question that I would invite you to ask yourself is, can I rest with this? Can I rest with this? And the answer could be yes. Sure, I can rest with this. It's not just that uncomfortable. It's a little tense, a little sore, but I can rest there, no problem. Great. Just continue resting with that soreness, and then uh, when the invitation moves you to an elsewhere in the body, like the elbow or the hands, just move along, keep continue with the practice. But you could ask that question, can I rest with this? And the answer could be no, absolutely not. That's gonna drive me mad for the next 20 minutes and I have to shift my awareness. By all means, shift your awareness. Really, the invitation there is to modify the practice to meet you, to meet your needs. So feel free to, to move your awareness to a more comfortable area of the body. And then when you're ready, rejoin the guiding when it feels appropriate to do so. Now, there's one more technique that I would like to offer around discomfort. And by the way, that technique of can I rest with this, that can be used anywhere, not only when you're meditating. Uh, let's say you're expecting a, a phone call that you know, you know there'll be some discomfort around. So the phone rings and you might ask yourself, oh, can I rest with this? And that can help bring a type of spaciousness before you answer the phone like that. So it's a, a way of checking in with that interoception. You know, is this going to be okay for me? Can I move into this with a state, with a, with a, and 
with some comfort. Even though I know it'll be uncomfortable, can I rest with it? Like that. So that can be really helpful. Okay, the other technique that I was going to speak about comes to us from the uh, great uh, somatic experiencing founder, Peter Levine, and he calls this pendulation. I like to call it toggling. For me, that, that sounds more like what it is, but, you know, a rose by any other name is still a rose, right? So we have this uh, experience of the sore shoulder, right? We get to the soreness in the body. Ow, that really hurts. Can I rest with this? No, cannot rest with that. It's really painful. Great, okay. So the invitation then is to shift your attention to maybe somewhere more easeful, like the hands, for example. And you would stay with the hands for maybe two breaths no more than two breaths, and then toggle back to the sore area of the body, in this example, the shoulders. Shifting your attention back to the shoulders for maybe a breath, and then shifting again back to the hands. So we're toggling or pendulating back and forth from the uh, painful area of the body to the comfortable area of the body. And this works, in this, there's many benefits around this. Essentially, what we're doing is kind of titrating our experience of discomfort. We're slowly beginning to widen the window of tolerance around the discomfort that's there in the body so we can hold more and more of it without overwhelming ourselves with discomfort. So that's the idea there. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, we have time for a body scanning practice. I know you're excited, and I am too. <laughs> so we'll do this for about 20 minutes, and if that sounds long, don't worry, because I'll be guiding the whole time. And then uh, we'll end the practice, we'll wrap up, and that'll be the end of today's session. So once again, if you would get into your most comfortable meditation posture, whatever that means for you, this could be done lying down, seated in a chair, or on a cushion, standing up. You could leave your eyes open or they could be closed, however you're comfortable. And feel free to move during the meditation there's this kind of misconception that meditation should be done completely still, not necessary. And so if you feel like moving your body at some point during the practice, you're welcome to do that. So I'll ring the bell again, and I'll guide our 20-minute body scanning practice. And so the invitation here, just to arrive into this present moment. Quite similarly to how we opened today's talk, just connecting, arriving, settling, resting. And as we begin to move into this 
practice of heartfelt awareness, the invitation here is to bring into awareness an image, a visualization, or imagining something that allows you to connect intimately to your heart. This allows your heart to warm or open. For me, this is imagining holding my cat. You could have something else like a puppy or a baby or perhaps looking at a flower, remembering the laughter of a friend. Just bringing some heartfelt moment into awareness. Feeling that warmth, that goodness, that perhaps gratitude. And while resting there, breathing and enjoying perhaps the warmth of this memory or recollection, the invitation then is to bring that warmth that open-heartedness to the feet. And noticing any sensations that might be arising from the feet. There might be a type of tingling or warmth, maybe some tension or coolness if your environment is particularly chilly, there might be some coldness at the feet. And perhaps acknowledging the, the wondrousness of these pedular extremities that move us about our day, about our world, one foot in front of the other, kissing the earth. So just bringing that type of heartfelt awareness to that area of the body we think of as our feet. And inviting the muscles in the feet to relax, grow soft, rest. Letting any concept or word feet go and Connecting directly to the actual sensate experience with that warm kindness, that open heart. And then in the next breath or two, when it feels good to do so, the invitation then is to bring this heartfelt awareness to the legs. Perhaps extending that thought or two of appreciation or gratitude to these, these legs that 
together with the feet, move us about our day, help us navigate the world. And also at times give us a, a sense of balance, strength, stability, sense of being anchored and grounded into the earth. So just connecting directly to the actual sensate experience above or beyond any thought, legs or word legs. What's the actual sensation? Roughness or smoothness? Tingling or warmth? Maybe some tension, pulsating. You might not feel much or anything at all. That's also fine. We're just noticing, just exploring whatever arises. When we bring this type of heartfelt awareness to our experience of the body. And then inviting the muscles in the, the legs to relax, grow soft, rest, rest. And then in the next breath or two, when it feels good to do so, bringing this heartfelt awareness, this warm exploration to the hands. And just connecting directly to the actual sensate experience of that area we think of as our hands. Perhaps extending a thought or two of appreciation or gratitude for these wonderful instruments we call hands with their reversible thumbs, the ability to grasp and grip and hold and support, caress. You might notice a type of warmth or tingling, tension, softness, perhaps feeling the, the contact of the hands against each other or the body, and inviting the muscles in the hands to grow soft, rest, relax. And then when it feels good to do so, bringing this exploration to the arms, perhaps noticing the arms resting against the body or sensations of clothing against the arms. Bringing this warmth, this heartfelt awareness to these amazing extremities, which allow us to embrace a loved one or a friend, 
a pet, the world. Inviting the muscles and the arms to relax, grow soft, rest, unwind. And then in the next breath or two, when it feels good to do so, bringing this open warmth, this heartfelt awareness to the abdomen. And perhaps noticing the rising and falling of the abdomen with each breath. The abdomen is one of those areas that's commonly used to contain tension or stress. So just taking a moment there to invite all of the muscles in the abdomen to grow soft, relax, rest, unwind. Letting any tension or stress that's held in the abdomen go. Rest. And connecting directly with that heartfelt awareness to the actual sensate experience at the abdomen. Perhaps noticing how the sensations change and shift with the rising and falling the sensations of clothing moving to adjust with the rising and falling of the abdomen. There may be some pulsating, warmth, tingling, tension, softness. There's no wrong sensation or right sensation. Just noticing whatever arises while bringing awareness, bringing heartfelt awareness to the abdomen. And then in the next breath or two, when it feels good to do so, the invitation is to bring this heartfelt awareness to the back, the lower back, the middle of the back, the upper back. Inviting all of the muscles throughout the back to grow soft, unwind, relax, rest. The back is another one of those areas that's so commonly used to carry tension, or stress. So just taking a few minutes here, or moments rather, to invite all of the muscles in the back to grow soft, relax, unwind, rest. Just inviting any tension or stress in the back to, to go. Rest. 
And again, here, the invitation is to connect directly to the felt experience. What's there? What's arising when bringing this heartfelt openness, this awareness to the back? Numbness or tingling, tension, tightness, warmth, coolness, roughness or smoothness. And if at any point during the meditation you should find you get distracted by thoughts, just know that that's normal. You might note the thoughts with the word thinking, thinking. Letting the thoughts go and gently returning back to the present moment. Resting, resting. And then in the next breath or two, when you're ready, the invitation then is to bring awareness, this heartfelt awareness, to the back of the neck and the sides of the neck. Inviting the muscles in the neck to grow soft, relax, rest. We might also include the shoulders, bringing that open, heartfelt awareness to that area we think of as our shoulders, going beyond the concept or the word. What does that area feel like? Tension, tightness, tingling. Warmth, perhaps noticing a, a open set of shifting sensations with the rising and falling of the breath at the shoulders. And inviting the muscles in the shoulders to relax, rest. And then in the next breath or two, when it feels good to do so, we could bring this exploration to the cheeks of the face, bringing heartfelt awareness, that open, compassionate awareness to this area we think of as our face. And this can be a fun exploration because we often identify with our face, with how we think we look. So here the invitation is to put all of that down and connect directly to the felt experience. Warmth, tingling, tension, softness, inviting the muscles in the face to relax, grow soft, particularly around the eyes, 
the forehead. And then when you're ready, when it feels good to do so, bringing this heartfelt awareness to the very top of the head, the crown of the head. And so just as we're able to bring this heartfelt awareness to the parts of the body systematically, from the bottoms of the feet to the top of the head, from the tips of the fingers to the center of the heart. In just that same way, we can hold the entire body in this open field of heartfelt awareness. Resting, resting, resting. And so we'll just rest there for a few breaths. I'll be relatively quiet here. If you should find you get distracted by thoughts, just remember that that's normal. Smilingly letting the thoughts go and, and gently returning back to the felt experience of the present moment. And rest. And so in the next few breaths, we'll begin to shift away from the guided meditation and back into a conversational space. And I'll cue that by ringing the bell three times. Okay. So thank you all for joining me in that guided meditation. I hope you all enjoyed that as much as I did. And that's it for today's offering. I hope, uh, I hope you uh, were able to receive the talk, the meditation. Uh, I was offering that uh, with the open heart. So I hope it landed that way. If you have any questions, please feel free to send them over through Facebook Messenger or through the website, suchsweetthunder.org. Also, if you'd like to find out more information about the online programs that I'm offering, which launch at the end of July, uh, there'll be two programs launching in the same week, uh, and they will both run for eight weeks. Uh, so for more information about the program on Heartfelt Awareness or the other program, which is a course on equanimity, uh, do visit the website, once again, suchsweetthunder.org. Okay, thank you so much. And I will be back uh, probably this day next week, although the schedule where I'm at now at 
the New Life Foundation or the New Life Wellness community here in Portugal uh, keeps me quite busy. So I'm kind of fitting these in where I can, but roughly in every week I'll do two uh, at the around the end of the week. Okay, next one's on Sunday, by the way. Yeah, Sunday. So, okay, that's really all I'm going to say. Have a great night or a great day wherever you are, and we'll see you next time. Bye.